Books, The Final Frontier. These are the discussions of the podcast Sword and Laser, its continuing mission to explore strange new science fiction and fantasy novels, to seek out new characters and new beverages, to boldly read where no one has read before. Go to patreon.com slash sword and laser to join the mission. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sword and Laser. I'm Veronica Belmont. And I'm Tom Merritt. Sword and Laser is a book club, but it's so much more. We bring you author interviews, news from the world of science fiction and fantasy, and awesome discussions from fans just like you. Like, you know how important this show is to me? How important is it, Tom? I fit in getting COVID between episodes, so I wouldn't have to miss anything. That was so kind of you. I got I tested positive for COVID the day after our last recording. And I tested mm-hmm. negative a few, couple of days ago. Are you feeling better? I actually didn't feel that bad because I'm quadruple vaccine. So I, I got a little bit of a cough and, and uh, a little fatigue for a couple of days. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on and the mend. Me. Yeah. Then there's me who just didn't feel like recording last night. And so pushed back. Oh, that's right. I forgot we even, I forgot we even delayed last night. I I was, I had a bunch of other stuff going on and I was like, yeah, it works for me to do Thursday too. So yeah, that had nothing to do with it. This is why Tom and I are such good friends after 20 years or or however long it's been. Cause he knows to check up on me the day of recording and say, you good for tonight? And 95% of the time I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm good for today. Yeah, I'm offended and you'd once ask, in a while, is what she says. <laughs> I do not say no, that. And then once in a while, I'm like, you know, actually, if we could do another time, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. And yesterday was one of those times. So thank you. I appreciate you. I, I And I apologize to anyone who was looking forward to a live recording. But we are very happy to have our live audience uh, here joining us tonight. We've got Jan, Mac Lurker, Mark, Pilchi, and Tamahome in the house. And Elizabeth is here in spirit, even though in reality she's at A&E with her kid. I think that's a, I feel like that's a grocery store. No, I think it's the TV network. Really? <laughs> Maybe. Ooh. Second, second she's fabulous doing A&E life shows we don't know with about. her child. All right. Uh, what are you drinking? Are you just, you're just sticking with water I'm today? I'm sticking with water. I'm hydrating. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's in my St. Louis Blues hockey glass, if that makes it f- more fun. Nice. I'm I'm having a Michter's. Or I'm, I'm wrapping up a Michter's. Yeah. Um, I have a a story. Do you that I tweeted about? Tell us. And I'm I feel like I've been really stuck on this, which mm. is that since moving to British Columbia, mm-hmm. I've had a very difficult time finding apple cider. Oh, I- and I don't know <laughs> if this is a me thing. If this is a part of BC that I'm in thing. Mm-hmm. If this is, I never had this problem in San Francisco. Is it? I'm from but, the East Coast. It's very important to me in the fall this yeah, time of autumn, year yeah. to have apple cider. No, we did that in Illinois too. Like that's the yeah. that's definitely a. If the leaves turn, you're into apple cider. I will say, getting apple cider in San Francisco, I had to know where to go. Not every single place yeah. would have it. Like. I like it would TJ's would have it. Trader there Joe's were, would there have were it. places you just you just had to know which places had it because sometimes like Safeway didn't always have it, but mm-hmm. but yeah, Trader and Joe's so always, I, always had it. I had that interaction where I asked the the clerk at the store like if they had apple cider, and, and she was like, "Yeah, 
it's with the vinegars. And I was like, no, the kind you drink. And she was like, the powdered kind. And I was like, what? (laughs) And she she was like, what? (laughs) And so I learned that there is powdered apple cider, which was not a thing I knew about. Oh, I've had hot apple cider powder. Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? Or was it cold? I think it was supposed to be hot apple cider powder. Okay, that I'm familiar with. And then Sam Jane on Sam Jane on Twitter, Sam was like, like apple juice. And I couldn't tell if she was trolling me even more uh-huh. or, and then, but then Tomahome asked the same thing in the chat. So now I have to, I feel like I have to clarify that, that apple cider is different. It's like spiced. Yeah. It's like apple juice, but with and additional it's spices. kind of pulpy too. Sometimes, and it's thick, mm-hmm. and it's you, you can heat it, and mm-hmm. you can mull it, and you can drink it with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just haven't are, been able to find ciders that are made alcoholic, but that's not what you're talking yes, about in this particular case. Yeah, yeah. So I've been really craving like a apple cider bourbon cocktail kind of thing, hot apple cider toddy almost, and I'm having a hard time, you know, like putting this together, but I did find a company locally that makes cider alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I think they also may make, make a non-alcoholic. non-alcoholic cider. Yeah. So I reached out to them. Pilchy, Pilchy's um, saying, come on up to Washington. Everywhere has cider. Uh, it would be down. You mean come down to Washington. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I could, I could come down to Washington. Um, but I will, I will see. I, I, I'm they feeling don't have hopeful. We have BC, lots of maple huh? syrup. They have so many apples. <laughs> they have so many apples. They have apples. They've got maple syrup. I feel like we've got the whole package. Yeah. We're just missing the cider. Plenty of apple cider down here in LA. All right. Well, that was a rabbit hole of cider. Yeah. Um, you know what I have a hard time finding sometimes is uh, eggnog. You have a hard time finding eggnog? Yeah. The pre-made eggnog. Um, it's it's like it, they, they put it on sale at Ralph's and then it sells out really fast and then they don't restock. Oh. You can make eggnog. You can. You can make apple cider too. I would not know how to do that. <laughs> you just <laughs> mash up the apples and don't filter it. I mean, it's pretty, it's not that hard. Obviously, yeah. But yeah. No, I get All it. Right. All right. Well, we'll have to have a holiday. What are we drinking at some point? We'll yeah. we'll get our eggnog and our cider and we'll higgy it up. Yeah. Who got, who got up? Get snuggly. I say Higigi. I know it's not meant to be said that way, by the way. That's just a joke. Also, apparently it, it, people in Scandinavia are like, oh, I guess that's a thing. Like it's it's way people have run with it in the US. We've really <laughs> taken it away. <laughs> that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's jump into the quick burns. Uh, Mal noted the, the news that, uh, confused the world. Liam Hemsworth, not Chris Hemsworth, Liam Hemsworth will be taking over from Henry Cavill as Geralt of Rivia in season four of the Witcher on Netflix. Good news, not canceling the, the Witcher. Uh, other news, which you can judge good or bad, uh, Liam Hemsworth taking over the role. Yeah. Veronica looks like she's did 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 uh, your dog fart? Did did you get some spoiled food? What what's that look? I'm not super okay with this. Personally, no knocks on uh Liam Hemsworth. I have zero opinions about Liam Hemsworth. 
like Liam Hemsworth to me is my, so I have a scale of Hemsworths. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Hemsworth scale. He is the, 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 the lessest of the Hemsworths. He's to the me. base of the Hemsworth scale. He's, he's be a the nice base way Hemsworth. Yeah. 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 Um, if, if you're you calibrating your Hemsworth scale, you calibrate to Liam. I calibrate. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. It's the zero. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. Um, I actually would have been happier if Luke Hemsworth was the witcher. Ooh. Um, Stubbs. Yeah. I am yeah. a, I'm a Stubbs fan. Sure. Um, I like, I like Luke. Um, I think he's got a better face for it perhaps. Um, but I don't know, man. Take I, that, Liam. I really, 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 really like Henry Cavill. Mm-hmm. Do you like him better as really, as- really, <laughs> really, 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 really like Henry Cavill as the Witcher? Do you do you like him better as the Witcher than as Superman? Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. You're you're the Alea Iacta Est. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> the die has been cast. Um, I I am troubled. I'm deeply troubled. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to savor season three. Mm-hmm. Um, I will continue watching The Witcher. I will see how it goes. Um, but he was a big part of of that franchise, obviously, for me. Yeah. Um, and for everyone, I think. <laughs> which which so, part of him did you like the most? Um, the, the part that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Hemsworth can do that. Um, he can do that. Kenny. Well, I, I'm, Kenny? I'm more curious how they're going to write it into the story. Is it that Geralt gets bewitched into having a different face or are they just is gonna? He, he's younger. Are they just right? gonna I mean, days of like, our lives it where he just shows up? He's like, I'm the Witcher. I've always been the Witcher. What are you talking about? I don't look any different. I think he's gonna. I think they're gonna. I think that's what they're gonna do. Yeah. It's gonna be like the sister on Roseanne or Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah. Except without the sad reason. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I really, I'm curious to know the backstory. Is it only because of Superman? Uh, they have, there no one has ever said, no one has said out loud, but James Gunn took over DC. Uh, they indicated there'd be more Superman and that seems like it would take a lot of scheduling. And Henry Cavill, I mean, he loves the Witcher, but he loves playing Superman. So, you know, it's, it's going to be tough, fit but the facts. You know, yeah. It's a TV show. There's, there's, like I said to someone else on Twitter, like there's tons of people working at Netflix on this show. They're all still there. Yeah. If you love the show, stick with it. See how it goes. Um, it'll be a big change, but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, keep going. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drop it. Good morning, Jan. Thank you for this next bit. Uh, the 2021 Kitchies, the tentacle-themed award honoring the year's most progressive, intelligent, and entertaining fiction that contains elements of speculative or fantastic, have been announced. The red tentacle for best novel goes to The Galaxy and the Ground Within by Becky Chambers. Nice. Yes. And the Golden Tentacle for Best Debut Novel goes to Temporary by Hillary Leichter. Amazing. And then congrats to all the winners. 
And then Mark says the 2022 Ursula K. Le Guin Prize for Fiction was announced yesterday evening, and the winner was The House of Rust by Khadija Abdallah Bajaber. And the finalists were How High We Go in the Dark, Sword and Laser Pick by Sequoia Nakamatsu, and The Past is Red by Catherine M. Valente. Nice. They get they get one of those too. Uh, Stubble <laughs> noted that on November 8th, Tor Books is releasing Origins of the Wheel of Time, the legends and mythologies that inspired Robert Jordan by Michael Livingston, with a foreword by Harriet McDougall, Jordan's widow. Uh, in an interview, Michael Livingston said that the book was ordered to be a certain length and that there would be much left to tell. So that indicates you, you might get a part two or a part three or something like that. Uh, Stubble suspects, and I think that's a legitimate suspicion. Very cool. Very cool. And Ian says, and Lecky, yay, has a new book coming out next year set in the world of the Imperial Racked. I never know how to say that. R-A-D-C. Ratch. I always say it's Ratch. ratch. Okay. I think that's right. I know. I didn't listen to the audio book. I, I so listened to the audio book, and that's how I remember it. Although I could be Got misremembering it. it. Ian says, straight on the must-read pile. Nice. Very good. Uh, Paul pointed out the winner of the Arthur C. Clarke Award has been announced. The winner is Deep Wheel Orcadia by Harry Josephine Giles. Like so many Arthur C. Clarke Award winners, says Paul, I've never heard of it, but I'm eager to learn mm -hmm. more. Impressive that the author beat out a few big names. So, uh, Oh, I'm that's, curious. That's cool. Yeah. I'm clicking over to the website. I'm on a uh, my formerly or continues to be ancient laptop, <laughs> my 2013 laptop. Um, and so it is a little bit slower. The book is told in the Orkney dialect and comes with a parallel translation into English. Wow. Ooh. Orkney dialect sci-fi. That's kind of fun. It follows Astrid, cool. who is returning home from art school on Mars, and Darling, who is fleeing a life that never fits. They pair so other novels on the short list uh, this year were Clara and the Sun by Kazuo Ishiguro, A Desolation Called Peace by Arkady Martin, mm. A River Called Time by Cortia Newland, and Worgen, The Alien Love War by Mercurio de Rivera, and Skyward Inn by Alia Whitley. Deep Wheel wow, Arcadia awesome. by Harry Josephine Jones. I like it. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Oh, check that out. All right. And then Mark says, uh, Judge Blocks, a merger of Penguin Random House and Simon and Schuster. Now we talked about this on previous episodes, and this is the the uh the final the law has been laid down here. Uh, nope. under the sale agreement. No, it's nope. not. <laughs> this can is they, this they... is just a court case. It's not the final court case. So why do we care? I don't know. Mark cared. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I thought it was the final decision because Stephen King was all stoked. Yeah. He was uh, like, this is. A, if you look at the very last line in our little block there, a spokeswoman for Penguin Random House said, we will immediately request an expedited appeal. Okay. All right. They ain't done so, yet. They will live to fight another day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the merger will live to fight another day. Yeah. All right. Thanks to everyone who sent in quick burns this week. If you want to submit uh, for the show, you can either do so over on our Discord channel uh, in the Quick Burns channel or send us an email, feedback at swordandlaser.com or post in our Quick Burns thread on Goodreads. I threw in the email in there too, in case someone wants to do something, you know, anonymously or privately. Yeah, right. Doesn't want I mean, anyone to know. I guess it wouldn't be anonymous because we'd know your email address, but you could well, just. We would know. You could just say, don't read my name. 
Don't say my name. It's secret. Like if you have secret dropping news. It's like the the reverse Heisenberg. Don't say my name. Well, I was going to say that sounds like a weird sex position. It probably is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look it up, folks. Please come up with your best <laughs> depictions of what a reverse Heisenberg is. Oh, my God. Is. <laughs> Name of the show, The Reverse Heisenberg. <laughs> yep. That's, that's, how are you going to illustrate that in the album art? That's a great question. You know, I don't have access to... Um, I left my job at Adobe. I'm on oh. uh, inter interjob break right now. Oh, that's 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 a thing you can say out loud now. All right. Okay. It's, I mean, they can't stop me. <laughs> no, but anymore. I mean, I I kind of had the inkling it was coming, and I was yeah. I was keeping my mouth shut about it. So, well, I haven't announced where I'm going yet, so mm-hmm. I'll do that next week. Um, but oh, yeah, so I'm I shouldn't my... say you're going to right. Mars. No, but needless to say, I do not have access to my uh, my. My premium creative cloud. Veronica's uh, going to be the new anymore. CEO of Twitter. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, thank you. No Very thanks. Much. No thanks. Um, no. Um, no. God, no. Oh my God, no. I have been feeling if so deeply sorry she will not for, serve. for all of my pals that work at Twitter or who have worked at Twitter or who have any feelings about Twitter. Um, but regardless, uh, yeah, so I, I, I can still use the free express. So I think I'll, I can still make album art. All right. Good. Yeah. It's not going to be watermarked or anything. We got rid of that. So it should be fine. Um, but anyway, moving on, uh, now it is time for bear your sword, which is our feedback from the audience. Now, Tamahome uh, decided to post the self-published fantasy and sci-fi awards in Discord for us, uh, since we were wondering about them. Uh, and thank you for doing that, Tamahome. Uh, there is Mark Lawrence's SPFBO uh, at mark-lawrence.blogspot.com. Uh, last year's winner was Rain and Ruin by J.D. Evans. And then there is the SPSFC for science fiction run by Hugh Howie at the SPSFC.org. Uh, and last year's winner there was Iron Truth by S.A. Tholem. All right. Now, we've had an ongoing discussion of what to call uh, fans of Sword and Laser. Right. And we got lots of emails. This greatly. We got Discord suggestions. We got tweets. Yeah. So many I'm things. I'm a fan. Uh, so let's so see should, some of our, yeah, let's run. Yeah. Let's, do you want to we'll, go ahead? Well, run through the suggestions. Uh, Kev suggested because sword and laser have companions, they would be drones and familiars would be the, the fans. I like, like that. Yeah. Uh, Bless Trike you. says, <laughs> Trike says swazers, sword and laser swazer swazers, mm-hmm. probably already the fan name for Kevin Swayze fans swazers Hmm. maybe okay fair fair uh tassie dave just suggested the classic minions that feels unfair i don't i don't know if i like that uh patrick swayze says tamahome i not kevin swayze thank you did you say kevin i think i said kevin yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's late Oh, he's uh, been drinking a lot of water. He's yeah, baby. Going hard on the water tonight. Hard so water. don't blame him. Uh minions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. minions. I actually know some uh like the SMR podcast. They call their their fans minions. So Okay. And then David C says armorers. Right, because swords and lasers are weapons and 
Mm-hmm. So the the fans would be arming us. They would be our armorers. It's a good one. It's a little hard it's a to mouthful. say. Yeah, it's a mouthful. Yeah. yeah. Also, I accidentally typed it amorers. Our amor amorers. <laughs> amor people who amor us. Uh, but uh, bra- brainstorming with my K-pop loving wife, who's uh, familiar with many fan names, she suggested, "What about shields?" Mm-hmm. Like, okay, because shield works for both the laser and the sword. I feel like she is very good with this because yes, there are a lot of like, what are the what are some of the fan names for? Oh, uh, the BTS groups. BTS's fans are Army. Uh, Army. Blackpink okay. is Blinks. Uh, Blinks. Seraphim is Fear Knots. Uh, Espas are Mize. Uh, Stray Kids are Stays. Seventeen hmm. is carrots. Carrots. Twice is once. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like shield. Shield is good. Yeah. I like uh, shield. I put that in the Discord, and some folks came up with backronyms. Like, it re- what does that mean? That means reverse acronym. Like, you make an acronym to fit a word. You don't make the word because it's the acronym. I see. So you 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 backwards it. Shamanad uh, mm-hmm. suge- suggested either. Shelf heaps increasing every literal day <laughs> or mm-hmm. stuffing ear holes with using the I and with excellent literary discursions. Discursions. <laughs> and Tom Homey says sword holding infidels, extra laser dudes. <laughs> Tom Homey right. also is suggesting the Tomahomes as the name of the uh, as a uh, of the fandom. That tracks. That tracks. Yeah. Um, I like shield. I like shield. It's kind of like, all right, let's, let's play with it. Let's play yeah. with it. Would, would we we'll pluralize see. it? You are our shields. Our shields. Well, I don't know. How does, how do the K-pop folks do it? Uh, uh, BTS says armies, all the armies out there. Armies. Yeah. All the armies out there. Fear-nots, okay. Well, Seraphim would say all the fear knots, all okay. the blinks. Yeah. Shields. Mm-hmm. Sword and laser shields. Shields I like up. that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, 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 you know, I'm not, I don't want to lay down any decisions mm-hmm. now. Yeah. 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 But I want to play around with it. Yeah. Ooh. Jan suggested super high invertebrates engage lovingly. <laughs> that's the, yeah. Duh. You got to get the duh. Duh. That's the D. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. I forgot the D. Duh. Nice. That's Thank good. you for the suggestions. That's fun. All right. Uh, we have some books to kick off. We have some books to wrap up. Um, these are both going to be pretty quick. So, Tom, tell me about your pick. I haven't started it yet. I feel like I'm already behind. Yeah. Uh, so I did another thing where I just went into Discord and asked folks uh, to give me a, a lot of suggestions. Uh, a lot of great suggestions. A lot of white guys' suggestions. But, you know, there's a lot of white guys' right, right uh, stuff. Uh, but I had a great interaction with Mal, who first suggested Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Uh, and then I replied that that was a good choice, but we did it November, 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's where hilarious discord threading, uh, almost derailed the pick Mal wrote, or for something a little less recent by the same author, six wakes. And I didn't put it together that there's no Philip K. Dick book called six wakes. So I followed up by saying, uh, we try not to read two books from the same author. And Mm. (laughs) thankfully Mal, instead of ranting or lecturing, uh, just said, Ooh, sorry for the confusion. I meant something less recent from the author of station eternity and then included a link. And I was like, Oh, Mer Lafferty six wakes. Okay. Uh, and then I looked up six wakes and I was like, this looks great. 
spaceship, murder mystery, um, AI character. I'm in. So that's what we're reading. We're reading Six Weeks by Mer Lafferty. So how do I get over the jealousy of Mer Lafferty beating us at the Hugos, though? Oh, I thought you were going to say beating us at the uh, um, Parsecs. Uh, <laughs> no, we won at the Parsecs. We finally won at the Parsecs. So you're not mad about that anymore. Okay. I'm not mad about that. I'm mad yeah. about the Hugos. Um, well, you just realize how awesome Murr is. And one of the ways you realize that is by reading her book. <sighs> okay. Fair. I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. Mm-hmm. I think, I think you can, I think you can do this. I can do it. It's also a really fun book. Have you read it already? I've started reading it. I haven't finished it. Okay. And it's uh it's a murder mystery. Like right from the get. Oh, and it that's involves fun. clones. Okay. So there's a whole like, like cloning clone. situation, like not not ripping off altered carbon, but that kind of mechanic where you can you can go into a new body and uh, except in altered carbon, you're changing bodies. You can in this one, you just go into your own clone body. Oh, yeah. I, they feel like they should have done that in the first place in altered carbon. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe that would be less fun. Who knows? Yeah. So anyway, uh, go check out Six Wakes by Mer Lafferty. Uh, we'll have links to bookshop.org and amazon.com. Uh, and if you're a patron at the upper levels, uh, you check out the book briefing for more information as well. Fabulous. All right. Well, let's, um, I have to sneeze again. Sorry. Man, uh, I, I fear Veronica is allergic to Canada. She's sneezing a Whew. lot right now. Thank goodness for the mute button. Mm-hmm. Oh. I get to see them though. Those those are good sneezes. Those were big ones. Yeah, those are big ones for sure. Oh, she am I catching your COVID? Crows out of the uh, through the through the internet. Did you get an internet virus COVID? Oh, from you. That's tough. Yeah. Hope not. I hope not either. Um, sorry about that. The crows did visit the other night. They visited oh, on Halloween. Maybe you got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny because also Corvid. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's so funny on many levels. <laughs> that's that's don't be okay. You're okay. You're okay. Yeah. You okay? I'm okay. You drink. I'm okay. No, I'm fine. Yeah, I just Again? forgot to mute that time. That's fine. All right. Uh so let's quickly wrap up um Tasha Suri, the Jasmine Throne. Um, I don't know why I didn't feel like I had the ability to wrap it up last time. I really should have, especially considering now it's even less fresh in my mind. Yeah. And And even the second book is like not fresh in my mind anymore. So we're going to be spoilery about what little we have to say to wrap up the Jasmine Throne by Tasha Suri. We remember (laughs) Um, about the Jasmine Throne. So one thing, and this is where we are going to get spoilery. One thing that was brought up in our first discussion, so two episodes ago, was that Mm -hmm. uh, it seemed like they moved around really fast during the battle scenes. And I had suggested like, well, this is more focused on character than it is a war book. However, once I got to more of those battle scenes, I didn't feel like they lost me at all. I, I felt like they were all nearby. They they were just mm-hmm. kind of in a greater city near the the capital and and the and the temple, so I mean yeah we didn't we didn't march through the desert with them they weren't Game of Thrones style you know like laying out a map but I I sort of jumped to again and I still think it's because these are character oriented stories that we didn't get this mm-hmm. but but I was like oh it's it's probably not far so I just I just assumed that I don't know maybe I'm being a lazy reader. 
I don't think so. Um, can you do me a favor? Mm. And if you are able to remember mm. kind of how the book ends, <laughs> so I have a reference point for like where that book ends and the next one begins. Well, do you- I, I, I don't remember exactly how it ends. I'm horrible at remembering how books end, uh, but it does send our two characters off in different directions. Okay. So the, okay. So, okay. That helps actually. Okay. So Malini is off with, does she, has she met up with Rao? I think she goes, I think she goes off with Rao, but we don't really know anything else. Okay. So Malini, okay. Licorice is in the chat saying Malini fulfills Rao's prophecy. Does Rao tell her his prophecy, his name? Do we find out his name? Yes. His yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's and a big scene. So at the at same the time, okay. And Priya is going back to 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 be with uh, Bumika, and they are living as the elders in Arna- Ar- Arnaya. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's helpful. Cool. Um, yeah, right. did and you the have... reason, if you're wondering, Veronica's asking because she read the second book and uh, yes. uh, they tend to blend together when you read two books like that. So, especially when you read them so closely together, like mm-hmm. I didn't even really pause. So for me, I am trying to try to, you know, separate out these two things. Um, and yeah, what did you think? What did you think of the series over? I mean, what did you think of the book rather? Um, cause obviously you've only read the first one. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like the characters. I really mm-hmm. like Priya. Uh, I'm, I'm team Priya. If you have to pick a team. Um, I, I liked the complex relationship between Melanie and Priya. Uh, I liked the mystery of Rao's prophecy and that we did mm-hmm. get it at the end and it kind of unlocked a bunch of things there. You're like, Oh, so that's why he did that. And that's why we were worried about this. And, uh, I, I, I really embraced it as not exactly a love story per se, but a romantic story, a char- a character mm-hmm. relationship story. And in that respect, everything else about the world and the magic and the battles, uh, just felt like, like wonderful depth, uh, to this mm-hmm. character story. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought it was a, it was definitely a, a difficult romance, you yes. know, because I, I found myself always questioning Malini's. I mean, I think we're supposed to question her motives. Yeah, absolutely. She's extremely right? driven, power hungry. You know, she will call herself ruthless at the drop of a hat. Um, she knows that she uses people and for her, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Licorice again says she's a sociopath. Yeah. I think you might be right. Actually. I'm not a, I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't actually know, but she does seem to show some sociopathic tendencies. Um, I think that comes out a little bit even more in the second book. Um, and any of us who may or may not have dated a sociopath at some point in our lives may have recognized elements of this relationship. Elements, elements of some of these relationships. Yeah. Um, I found myself being very kind of annoyed at Aditya, um, specifically her brother, for putting her in this position, I think. Mm. I think, you know, Aditya being like, no, that's not the life I want to lead. I, I have this separate calling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that it does turn out that that is important later later in the story. Um, but at the same time, you're like, okay, guess, guess she's got to do all the hard work now. You know, she's the one who's been put in this terrible situation. 
of Chandra, like essentially like telling her that she has to immolate herself. Um, you know, we never really learn why her two handmaids, her two friends go through with it. Like if she was able to, why mm. did they agree to do it? Especially the one who was the, um, didn't even share that religion. Um, she was from Adore, Adore, uh, Alori, Alor. Um, she was yeah. from Alor. And so why did they have to die? Or why did they have to? I mean, their brothers were there. They should have, could have protected them. Why did Malini get to walk away? Was it just because she was the princess? Or I, I, I wonder I, why. I, I want, I would like to have more on that too. Um, mm-hmm. but my brain tends to fill in details like that if I know of anything similar. And to me, it felt like a lot of these kinds of medieval era stories where you, people are just, you know, I hate to say it's the culture, but it's, it's more of like, well, there's nothing I can do. So I'm just going to let it happen. Like they're just pawns. Yeah. Like, like you sort of, you you lose the will to fight back, and but Malini didn't lose the will to fight back, right? And that yeah. that's not judging her handmaids. It's just saying that she was exceptional, possibly because she has sociopathic tendencies in her ability mm-hmm. to even in that situation resist the authority. Yeah, I really liked the concept of the rot. I mm. thought that was a. It becomes even more important in the second book um i think but mm. the rot was such interesting. an interesting element to the story for me yeah and 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 just kind of a, a background thing that you yeah you, you will almost forget is happening and then it'll play an important part and yeah yeah right um and the uh it was i was walking around the woods yesterday and i was it's so damp here <laughs> like the forest it's oh, a rainforest uh-huh. And I was walking around and I was looking for, for mushrooms and, um, just for fun, just like, you know, figuring out, you know, just looking at the the fungi and, and thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, there's like these mycelial networks, like running like below the ground and connecting everything together and everything is so damp and, and moist. And, and there's so much like bacteria and organisms living in the soil. And I was like, oh my God, it's like, like you can think about like the rot the as rot, being like yeah. that, you know, like just being that like reminds in the me jungle of annihilation. Just thinking about, yeah, yeah, totally. And what like a primal kind of like fear that can bring up in so many ways. Um, so it made me think of the book and the series yesterday while I was out and about. Um, but I liked, I, I liked the characters. I think it was you know, seeing Priya kind of come into her power was really interesting. Seeing Malini come into her power for that matter. I mean, it really is a story about two, two women, you know, coming into themselves and, and setting aside their past or, you know, actually kind of like re like re retaking their past in a way or kind of making it their own, reclaiming their, their past. Yeah. Overcoming it reclaiming it mm, i like mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you know they both had difficult pasts that they that defined them in so many ways but now they're saying no like i'm going to define how i use this power and i'm going to help it 
let it drive my destiny um, in a different way, you know, on, on my say. Uh, and so I liked that. And uh, Bumika, similarly, like she had picked her life. She had left the temple. She had married Vikram and become like the lady of uh, Arin- Aranya. How do you, how did you Aranya? say it in the book? Aranya. 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 Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, made her own way too. And been like, this is what I want. But now she kind of is coming back into her power as well in many ways and, and being able to build that fortress around, around her home out of the, the thorns and the nettles and everything. It was pretty cool. So yeah, I, I, overall, I really liked it. Um, I'm curious to know why there wasn't very much discussion about this book on Goodreads. I feel like this was one of the least discussed novels Hmm. and I'm just curious if there was like a reason for that. It, It didn't feel that far out of left field for what we normally read. So I wonder why. Were there fewer people picking this one up? And if so, why? Or were there mm-hmm. just fewer people who had things to say about it? And if so, why? Yeah. No judges, just curious. Yeah, like yeah. when I no, when no, I see absolutely. something like not getting as much conversation, I'm always like, what am I missing? Like, am am I the oddball for for really being into this one? Or, or maybe everyone it? was reading it and going, I I is so fulfilling and satisfying. I have nothing yeah. to say. No comment. No yeah. comment needed. Um, is this, did you want to read the next book or did you feel like you were okay with just, uh, with this one? one. So, so my, my overall, uh, review, you know, my, my, my recent reviews have been like, had made myself read it, uh, read it when I needed to, couldn't put it down, you know, that kind of thing. This one started Mm -hmm. as, uh, happy to read it, uh, to, to, you know, when I needed to, not not mm-hmm. dreading, but happy to. And then when it got halfway through, found myself looking forward to like, oh, like not quite finding reasons to read it, uh, but mm-hmm. but definitely excited to like, oh, I get to read it now because I've got my time to read. Um, so there was that. I definitely wanted to find out what happened next, but not so much where it overcame the I've got other things that I've got to listen to and read uh, situation. So it's on my, you know, might get to it someday, uh, list versus, you know, other things like, uh, uh you know, James S. A. Corey or Fonda Lee, where I jumped immediately, like got to read the next one. Right. Right. Cool. Well, you know, I think, I think as, as always, it's a book club. Some people are going to like things. Some people yeah, are not going to be that super into it. That's half yeah. the fun. I enjoyed it though. I thought it was fun. Excellent. I mean, all right. Well, I'm excited to pick up your <laughs> the pick. story's not fun, but it was a fun, fun read, enjoyable read. Yeah, typically, um, setting kids on fire not super in my in my fun wheelhouse. I don't find that. Yeah, let's. I want to make that clear. I do not find that fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Every overall, time I a, do a good pick. Please stop. Please stop. You just stop. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, Our show is currently entirely funded by you, our patrons. Thanks so much for backing and supporting the show. If you want to learn more, you can head to patreon.com slash sword and laser. You can also support the show by buying books through our links. You can find links to the books we talk about and some of our favorites at swordandlaser.com. Send us an email feedback at swordandlaser.com. We are on Instagram and Twitter at swordandlaser. And you can join in on 
all of the discussions either on our Discord, which you can find on our website, or over at goodreads.com slash sword and laser. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. so good, it's like you're there!